joining us on the line from Reader's Digest magazine. We say hello to Stephanie Verge. Stephanie, good morning. Hello, John and John. <laughs> great to have you on the line, Stephanie. Uh, always great articles in the pages of Reader's Digest. But some of my favorite are the, you call the medical mysteries. This is in the mm-hmm. health section. Uh, today we're going to have an article called What's Wrong With Me? Mm-hmm. So that's right. So in house we call the medical mysteries, and and the section is is what's wrong with me. Um, so every month we focus on a patient. So these stories are all all true. Uh, we focus on a patient in a North American or even occasionally a European hospital who has had a condition that was very difficult to diagnose. Certain symptoms might have presented as something else, and it took months, even years, for doctors to figure out what was going on. So in this particular article, we're following a man named Kyle, 37 years old, from Austin, Texas, who runs a home construction company. Now, his symptoms were uncontrollable tremors in both hands. That's right. That could so, be almost anything. It really could. And this is this is the struggle often. And I'm sure your listeners have had this experience when they've gone in with their own symptoms. Um, you know, one symptom, two symptoms together, three symptoms together, they can all begin to mean different things depending right. on the person. And we don't all present the same way for different conditions. So that is, that is the challenge. And that's why um, specialists you know, earn their keep, so to speak. <laughs> so uh, what happened was when Kyle was in preschool, he couldn't color inside the lines. That's not that unusual. Lots of children, you know, sure. fine motor skills, not necessarily one of their strengths. Um, but later on, as he gets older, his teachers also can't read his handwriting. And that's when his parents decide to take him to the doctor. Um, at that point, his difficulties are attributed to his asthma medication, that they're making him shaky because they've increased the adrenaline. And uh, so they kind of leave it alone for the next few years. The parents keep bringing it up, but the diagnosis was always the same. And this is often in these, in these what's wrong with me's, in these medical mysteries, is that uh, it takes years for the people to figure out what is going on. Mm-hmm. Um, and as Kyle got older, his ability to control his hands diminished further. He couldn't, for example, carry a lunch tray across the cafeteria. And uh, he became very, very self-conscious about it. And so he would try to avoid situations, for example, where anyone could notice the tremors in his hands. And his parents and Kyle, they continued to get him in to see specialists, to see neurologists. And what was his diagnosis? It was early-onset Parkinson's disease. Um, the thing is, is that they weren't convinced, Kyle and his parents, that that was indeed the problem because they had never noticed any other character- characteristic symptoms. So, um, as you may know, Parkinson's can present with stiffness, slowed movement and speech, and Kyle at 17 didn't have any of those problems. But he did have the tremors. So, what's next? They go to see a third neurologist who noticed that Kyle's tremors completely stopped when his hands were at rest. And that's when he got the diagnosis, which is essential tremor, called ET, mm-hmm. which is a neurological disorder that is sometimes confused with Parkinson's, um, because tremors in Parkinson's patients can also occur when they're not using their hands. So that was the difference. So in these What's Wrong With Me's, once the diagnosis is established, we need to look at, you know, what kind of treatment. And so our writer interviewed uh, the doctor who is a doctor named Howard Eisenberg, um, chair of neurosurgery at the University of Maryland Medical Center in Baltimore. And so Dr. Eisenberg in question recommends uh, a beta blocker. But Kyle can't take that because of his asthma. So then, (laughs) I know it goes on and on. And then another option was a drug diagnosed, uh, sorry, a drug designed rather to reduce 
epileptic seizures. But in Kyle's case, it really affected his ability to focus. And at 17 years old, obviously, you have many years ahead of you, and you it's, want you need that ability to focus yeah. to build your life. Um, so he chooses to live with his symptoms. So this goes on for years, and he's just he finds ways to cover up the tremors. Well, he was even self-medicating uh, with whiskey. He was. So he was running his own company, and he had meetings with clients. So before he would, he would meet with a client, he'd have a quick glass of whiskey on the rocks. Now, this is one way of dealing with it, but obviously has some issues in sustainability in the long term. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So um, Dr. Eisenberg uh, had noted that ET is frequently progressive. So it affects your upper extremities most often, but it can start and spread to your head, your legs, and also affect your voice. Uh, so the issue was to try and figure out how to get it under control for Kyle. And he had been dealing with this at this point for years and years, so obviously quite discouraged. Um, what was interesting when, when we were researching this piece was that uh, Dr. Eisenberg mentioned that Parkinson's um, is actually less common than ET. So ET is more common than Parkinson's, but it's underreported because patients will tolerate the symptoms until it really alters their life to right. such a degree that they can't do even simple tasks. And that's what happened when um, when Kyle and Eisenberg met. That's because Kyle had reached a point where he just felt like it was too much. He really needed to figure something out. In the end, it was Kyle's mother who had seen um, and heard about a new non-invasive ultrasound procedure on television, and it was approved by the FDA in 2016. And so that's what they decided to do. They go in and um, work on one side of the brain, and it's been performed on 50 patients, so that's a fair amount, but obviously when you take um, <laughs> all the patient uh, kind of the body of people who are who are affected by ET, it's not that much, but Kyle was one of those. And so he'd gone in, received this ultrasound procedure um, where they're focusing on half of the brain, as I said. Uh, and in some patients, you'll see modest improvements, and for others, it can be completely life-changing, which was the case for Kyle. So can you imagine if you have a, so many years um, at this point, almost two decades for Kyle. Hey, where growing up. Yeah, where he goes in with this, MRI machine for, um, he's rolled in and out of it every six minutes for two hours. And this is after the procedure. And they're testing um, whether or not he can perform a certain task, such as holding a bottle of water. And uh, they noticed that every time he went in and out, his tremors were diminishing. And that's it. It was a, a two-hour procedure wow. um, after more than two decades of tremors. And uh, after even just after a few hours after the treatment, he walked out of the hospital and um, his tremors were knocked out completely. So he can now pour himself a cup of coffee and there's zero tremor. So it's been a real life-changing, life-changing experience for him. It's a good news story. It's in the health section of the recent edition of Reader's Digest magazine. And you also have so many more, both in the magazine and a great uh, website, too. We do, which people can check out at rd.ca. Stephanie Verge, thank you so much for joining us on Talk of the Town. Thanks for having me.